I want to know. You always want to know something. I do want to know. I'm a very curious person, Rusty. I'm very curious. I want to know how you feel when you get criticism. Well, often often I do not feel very good. This is the truth. Is there a context to this mm. or mm. are you just wondering about my feels? I know. I, I mean, I, I'm always wondering how you feel, Rusty. You, I care about you as a person. Uh, or do I? Am I just saying that because we have people <laughs> listening to us? You're, you're allowed to be disingenuous. It's all right. I care very much about you, Jelly. <laughs> so I, I think this this is a topic that uh, I mean it's it's something that has recently been in my mind because I recently got some criticism about something that I'm doing. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but I got some criticism and it it just kind of brought it to my mind. And I thought maybe this is a good topic that we could talk about because I think criticism is something that nobody really deals with very well. I know I don't deal with it well. How do, do you think you deal with it well? No, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I don't think anyone deals with it well. And I actually, oh, just off the top of my head, I've thought of an example for you. So if I was to say to you, uh, Jelly, you're a handsome individual. You're an outstanding developer. Got an amazing, you know, family. Uh, by the way, your nose is a bit crooked, but you're, you're a top bloke. So I mean, what bit of that did you take away? Well, my nose is actually slightly crooked. It kind of kind of heads off in one direction just very very slightly <laughs> i see i didn't even know that so that wasn't that wasn't even a, a thing but i mean i've just said some really positive things about you and the only thing you took <laughs> away was the fact that i said something slightly negative about your nose and i think that tells you a lot about how people take criticism you know i, I bet you don't even remember the other things i said well i do you said something about me being handsome and my family being amazing maybe not those words exactly but i do remember those things but i think the thing like you're right we have a tendency to focus in on the criticism that we receive, right? I used to run a webcomic. It had maybe a few people that read it, I guess. I, it had people that read it that I didn't even know. So, you know, there's that. But I got some criticism towards the end of the run that I did. And um, it kind of hit me a bit hard. And I just, I ended up quitting because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. It was something along the lines of, uh, you know, this this comic sucks, and it just it just kind of hit me a bit hard. Like I, because I was I, I was you know putting my best into it, and um, clearly it wasn't fit for human consumption. Apparently, <laughs> so do they pick on a, a certain part of the comic? Was there something specific that they picked out, or they just in general said your comic sucks? In this particular case, I don't I don't think they did. I think it was just in general, and it's, that's the sort of like really terrible criticism that you can get. That's non-constructive. It doesn't actually kind of help you grow, and that's kind of a whole other, a, almost a different thing. Because the the criticism that I received earlier this week which has kind of brought this to my mind you know again 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 was actually constructive it was kind of like i found it somewhere and then i kind of asked a bit more about what they felt and they gave me very specific very polite responses to you know explain what they thought and i think the difference between those two situations right was i couldn't do anything about the the non-constructive criticism I mean, it, it just basically said that the, what I was doing was no good, but not actually giving me any sort of method of improving. But on the other hand, the more recent criticism that I have received is kind of specific about, you know, this is, what I've, this is what, how I think you could have done better. How would you deal with that? Yeah, so I think this is something interesting. So I think there's two specific kind of criticisms that, that I think we're narrowing down on. Someone takes something that you've done, so let's say they take one of my apps and they just tell you this sucks or I hate it or you've you've made some terrible decisions and I don't like them. And 
yeah, a lot of people say, you know, you shouldn't take that personally, you know, just brush it off. You know, people have good days and they have bad days and, you know, some people just like to lash out. But when you work for, you know, months on end on something that, you know, you, you put out there into the world and then you get that kind of criticism, I think that stings. That definitely does. And yeah. then I think the more interesting part is when people narrow down onto specific things, even if they're still not constructive, even if they say this particular thing that you did, that sucks. I think that hurts even more because often when you're building an app, you're making a lot of decisions, you know, things to cut, things to put in, things to leave. And I think sometimes there's that little voice inside you that says, you know, you should probably leave that thing there. You know, maybe only five people use it, but those five Mm. people get enjoyment out of it. And then then at another level, you're going, no, 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 no. I need to, to make my app the best that it can possibly be for the majority of my users. I really need to pull this thing out. And then when someone actually, you know, emails you or tweets at you and says, hey, why'd you pull that out? You know, you, you big fat jerk. I think that hurts even more because, you know, behind the scenes, you went through the decision process of, of doing that. And I guess to circle back, sorry, just quickly, the, the way I, I deal with that is not very well. So... <laughs> What I generally do is I don't I don't read a lot of our app reviews anymore, you know. I tend to read some of our emails and tweets, but I don't know, I just found it too personal when, when people, you know, zone in on something like that. So what you were saying was it's like you've, you've gone through this decision already, like the process for this, this decision already. Do you think that the reason that it kind of, it kind of strikes you and it makes you think about it is because it was already something that was in the back of your mind like you know maybe you were already criticizing yourself for having having done this thing yeah i i think that's definitely part of it because i, I think if you're anything like me then there's always this internal monologue going on because let's face it there is no perfect way to build anything nothing is objectively perfect you know there's always going to be something wrong with it and when you're making all these trade-offs, you know, as as you build something, there, there's always that internal sort of dialogue going on that, you know, this should be this way. And then you know, another part of you is like, no, 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 this should be this way. And then eventually, you know, unless you want to make a terrible app, you have to pick a direction. And I think it's just human nature to second guess, you know, everything that you do. So if you pick a particular direction and someone emails you and says, I really don't like what you did there, even if... 30 other people email you and say I absolutely love the the changes that you made I don't know about you but I find that that one person really just it'll just stick in my mind you know for a while yeah did I make the right decision did did I go the right way yeah I mean I I I found that what I tend to do is just I really focus on it like I I will sit there and I'll go yeah okay I need to not like I need to let this go I need to really kind of not think about this but then it just it, it sticks it's like it, it like grabs on with Velcro or something and just kind of, <laughs> you know, takes a hold and it just follows me around until I either do something about it or until I kind of find a way to respond. And re- when I say respond, I don't necessarily mean I have to reach out to the person and make excuses or whatever, or, you know, call them names or anything like that. Like it, it's not about responding to the person, but it's, it's about responding to, I guess, the voice inside of myself and figuring out like, what am I going to do about this? How am I going to make this go away? And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's just a matter of like trying to forget about it and finding other ways to, you know, other things to think about that will take over, you know, take over my mind space. But a lot of the time, like I find that, you know, just turning away from all the criticism that I receive is not a good thing either. I mean, you said you don't read your reviews and stuff like that anymore. Do you feel like that maybe by doing that, you're, uh, kind of closing yourself off from what p- could possibly be good criticism? No, it's a, there's, I mean, there's two aspects to that. Like I, I still keep up with, with all our emails and things like that. I feel like if someone 
and tweets as well. If someone feels you know strongly enough about something and they actually email you or tweet you, at least there's a, a dialogue that can be had there. I, I find the really crushing yeah. thing about reviews is in the Apple App Store, at least, there's nowhere to respond to them. So it's, <laughs> you know, you can get all worked up, but then there's no way to actually ask that person for more information or try and, you know, initiate some dialogue. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that, you know, as human beings, externally, we all want to be liked. You know, it's yeah. it's nice to know that other people like you. So if someone, you know, attacks you know, something that you've made, it's almost like, oh, you know, that, that person doesn't like me. That person thinks I'm a jerk. And if there's no way to address that, I think it's like you say, that that sticks to you then. Yeah, so right. So you, you read all your reviews? I, I still read all of my reviews. I read every single one, even the ones that complain about that Twitter is broken in the app, which thankfully is not the case anymore because <laughs> because that has uh, been taken out. But uh, like I read every, I read all of it and uh, I even have a, a search, on t- a Twitter search, like I've got a saved search for, for the name of the app and I do that every now and then and read anything that comes back and if there's, and sometimes they're in a different language so I'll translate them and just try and figure out what's going on and I mean, I kind of use it in a way of like reaching out to people that are having potential problems, but also like I like to know kind of what the status is and figure out like where I could can improve because I think that's the whole thing, right? Like none of us are above improving. I don't think that it, neither you nor I are perfect. I mean, you're a very good looking dude, but I don't know that you're perfect. You know, so I think that criticism can be good in that respect. But it does hurt. Like it does. It does actually kind of hit you. But when you're creating something like you guys with your with the apps that you do at Shifty Jelly, where where it's kind of it's it's a it's almost a personal creation. I I think that hurts more than if it was just something that you created for work. Oh yeah. Well, because you know because you were paid to do it. And I mean, we we do have one other tactic for dealing with this that I haven't told you about. Um, we we employ a moniker. And she sits at her desk and she actually answers all the, the support emails and then kind of filters that feedback through to us. And I wasn't, initially we hired her part-time and I wasn't sure about it because what, what we found is, you know, Philip and I were doing support maybe 30% of our total time. We we're trying to answer all their emails. We we're trying to read all the reviews. We we're trying to respond to all the tweets. And it, it was that double-edged thing of one, it takes time to answer these things, but two, it, it actually affected us you know, quite heavily as well, reading some of the feedback because we both suffer from the same problem. You know, we read a hundred positive things and we literally get, you know, hundreds of positive things through tweets and, and emails every day, which is absolutely awesome. But we also maybe get, you know, three or four negative things. And Philip and I found that those three or four negative things were just, you know, crushing. We just didn't have the the personality to, to deal with this stuff. So now that's that's Monica's job. And the cool thing that she does is she actually goes through and picks up, you know, positive things people say, and she'll post them to to one of our Slack groups that, you know, is for that particular thing. And then yep. any kind of general feedback, you know, constructive, not constructive or otherwise, she'll kind of filter that out as well and then periodically just, you know, let us know about it. So if we're working on something new, she'll be like, hey, by the way, you know, people are super confused by this feature. And that kind of filters out that level of, you know, they didn't say to, to Monica, I'm super confused about this feature. You know, some of them probably said, you know, you guys are idiots. What'd you do this for? And we, we these days, yeah. we never get to see that. I don't know if you think that's healthy or not, but it's it's worked for us. No, I think that I think that's definitely healthy. Like it would be a whole different thing if it, if you just basically turn away from criticism altogether, because I think that's not healthy. I think criticism is an important part of of personal growth. Like there's this whole thing with plants, right, where they actually need to have a bit of uh, bad 
kind of weather and all that sort of stuff. And that is what makes them stronger. When they don't have that, they actually like they'll grow really fast and they'll be, you know, they'll they'll look really healthy, but as soon as something bad does come along, like something that's really minor, they just they're just they're dead. And I think that criticism kind of works in the same way where when you're criticized about something, when somebody provides you with you know some sort of criticism, if there's good in it and you take that good away, then all you're doing is improving yourself. I mean, it, obviously, it's harder to do that with non-constructive feedback. It's very difficult when somebody just says, Jelly, you suck. You, you're so ugly. I can't keep saying things like that. That makes me feel sad. <laughs> You're going to start crying in a minute. Oh, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know myself. I, I think that when you get criticism, I think it's important to look at it and to actually actually consider it. Even if like even if it is bad, if it's bad, you consider it and you just toss it aside. Like you shouldn't concern yourself with people that just think that your whatever you put out sucks and is terrible. But you know, if if something is constructive, where they you know, point out places that you could probably improve or uh, explain, you know, why they were, you know, why they were they're angry or whatever, then it gives you this opportunity for improvement. It gives you this opportunity to make things better not and not by like, you know, I'm sorry, this is, I'm sorry I did this, this is, you know, or whatever and improving their mood and making you feel terrible, but more improving things so that you're kind of, uh, shielded from that sort of criticism in the future because you've taken that step to actually fix the problem that exists in the first place. Yeah, and I, I think there's a there's another part of that as well, which is how you respond. So th- this is something I've learnt, you know, over the the five or so years that I've been doing, you know, app development and sort of putting myself out there. Is the right. the first thing I reckon you should should definitely not do is respond straight away because your natural reaction is going to be. Super defensive. So you can be like, oh, how dare that yep. person say blah, blah. And let me explain to him, you know, the five steps that we went through to come up with decisions so that he or she can understand. Exa- and that's completely the wrong thing to do, I reckon. I think the first thing you need to do is actually just leave it for an hour or two. You know, take that initial mm. reaction, you know, maybe think it over a bit. And, you know, when you do respond, unless the person is in- being insanely rude and sort of swearing at you and that kind of thing, that it- it's often best to be polite and just say, you know, hey, Feedback taken on board. We'll we'll think about that, you know, for the next release. And it's it's often very counterproductive to to get into a back and forth with that person about why a particular decision was made, you know, to the nth degree. Like I think a lot of people don't yeah. don't want to know that. They want to know that you heard, you know, whatever that it is that they had to say, and that you're kind of considering that. I think like ha- ha- taking that time to kind of let yourself respond, not necessarily to them, but let yourself process the what what you've actually like the criticism. I think that's a very important step because I think that is the sort of thing where you're giving yourself a chance to actually process it. And it's like you said, the first thing that comes out of your mouth or the first thing that you think is, you know, super defensive and it, that's counterproductive. You, you have to question whether or not the, the the criticism actually could be beneficial to you if you, you know, strip away any sort of negative side effects to it. I mean, and that's kind of, that's kind of where Monica comes in. You know, she, she does that job for you. And I think that's why that's kind of healthy for you. It means that you're able to focus on the actual things that could be improved. You know, you've got that sort of direction to go with it. And she kind of takes care of the, the personal side of it. I think that's an excellent solution. Yeah, and that's not to say that Monica doesn't have feelings. I mean, she is part of what no, we of create as well. But I think she's at least one step removed from the the direct sort of code base part of it. Like a lot of the things that we do, yeah. 
you know, do come from her as well. But I mean, hopefully it's it's slightly less personal if that's possible. I mean, there's there's another key part of this that I think people need to be aware of. And that's, you know, let, let's say you're doing something creative. So you're creating a comic, um, you're making an app, you know, you're, you're writing a blog post, whatever. The reason you're doing that is is probably because, you know, you feel like you need to. You, you want to create a comic. You want to, you know, make an app. And I think it's really important not to beat yourself up too much. You know, as much as it's good to yeah. take on board criticism and, you know, engage with people, sometimes it's good to step back as well and go, you know what? I like building an app. If if that person you know doesn't like what I've built, meh. There there has to be some some point that you go. It's it's just not worth you know sla- slapping yourself around right. all day long because you're doing something that you like doing and you should be able to enjoy that. And I think sometimes this is going to sound very zen for you, but sometimes you have to let yourself enjoy that. That makes sense. Oh, motivational speaker. <laughs> because if you don't <laughs> let yourself enjoy that, you're not going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's so deep so deep yeah i would not make any money as a motivational speaker but yeah you it sounds stupid but it's it's true you have to at some point go i have to let myself enjoy this and if you know reading reviews or if you know getting in debates with people is is taking away from my enjoyment then just take a step back 